live. Alrighty. Yes, we are live. I couldn't see because my fucking not promoting that brand energy drink is uh, next to me. It's not Rogue and I'm not getting sued. Anyway, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Poisoned Point of View podcast. You're source for completely biased news because i don't give a fuck about journalistic integrity you heard that right folks um i don't know how to start this but welcome to the poison point of view podcast everybody uh we're going to be talking about youtube drama spilling some tea and insulting each other probably because i don't have chill sometimes uh we are quickly we chill. we're quickly promoting the podcast thing out right now because uh, we don't have things set to post automatically. But hello, hello, and welcome everybody. How the fuck are y'all doing? How the fuck are y'all feeling? And what's Gucci? Uh, we're just here to talk about YouTube drama, entertain you guys for the next like 45 minutes to an hour and yeah with that all being said i guess let's dive right on into this so what do you guys want to talk about first you want to talk about crypto or youtube boxing or should we talk about drama alert because keemstar is fascinating uh honestly i fucking think the keemstar story is the most interesting one What's going on in Keemstar, actually? I'm not caught up with that. Okay, so... It's really recent. Alright, oh, so Black recent. Cat, you provide the uh, background for this. So explain what Keemstar has done up till this point. Not everything. Well, you don't need to go back to the N-word controversy. Oh god, no. Please no. <laughs> um, well, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Not so much, like, super recently, but over the last... I want to say month or so, there was a lot of backlash on Keemstar because he was dating a 20-year-old or a, a freshly 20-year-old. And a lot of people have a lot of issues with that because his daughter's like 13, 14 or so. So there was a very like slim age gap between his girlfriend and his daughter. And even like Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein like batted him with this crap. And then Trisha does a 180 when she went on his podcast. It's like, oh, yeah, like, no, your girlfriend's like, fine, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. But apparently, as of the last 24 to 48 hours, Keemstar has dumped said girlfriend and started dating uh, a 19-year-old. That's the band. Yeah. The 20 yeah. or 19? Yeah, that 20. The 20, okay. She could... She could be turning 20. Considering the other one was freshly 20, so it's like, oh, maybe she's like on the cusp
How old's Keemstar? He's in his 30s, isn't he? Yeah, I was gonna say he's 39. Okay. How old is she? Mm. Like 13? Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Keepstar's current girlfriend is allegedly 19. So that's only like that's 20 five, or six, five or six year gap between her and Keepstar's daughter. Oh, the. Actually, I I realized I realized today that I'm actually the exact same age as Jake Paul, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I thought Jake Paul was younger than me. He definitely acts a lot younger. But anyway, we're on Keemstar at the moment. Um, no, Jake Paul. It's it's weird because like between me and my siblings, like there's a four year four year age gap between me and my first sibling. And then there's a nine-year age gap between me and my youngest sibling. And that's, yeah, that's my sister. And so, like, so, like, my sister's 15 and I'm 24. So, to me, like, thinking that maybe, actually, I have a sibling that's six years younger than me. Um, so, if me and, like, it's weird to me to think that, oh, I could be their future mother with that kind of an age gap because I have such a large age gap between me and my youngest um, sibling. I'm like, I find it weird. Like, what what must the daughter think? I mean, it could be a fact that, like, the daughter lives with the mother and not so much Keemstar and, like, only visits. Oh. D and D, they can't hear you on the YouTube. By the way. Oh, I'm lovely. stupid. I'm so stupid. I <laughs> cannot hear you. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. I'm so. Smart. So you have to say all that all over again. <laughs> okay, so basically, 
And the intro for the video. No, 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 no. The intro was fine. I muted when you were talking about the Keem stuff. Okay. Oh, and didn't unmute. Okay. Okay, so for context, uh, basically the way way that Keemstar and his uh, longtime ex have custody worked out they live together take care of the daughter together then he goes off and does his own thing and then sometimes the mother will go off and do her own thing right so they what they have like three houses between the two of them yeah three houses which pretty extravagant to be honest um but so the keemstar situation it's not horrible uh, they talk, they, they apparently got together, uh, with a new girl who's 19, according to some YouTubers. I have not seen proof of her being 19. Like, it's even if she's 20, 21, that's still, to me at least, is a weird age gap between that and the daughter. Okay, now would you say that Keemstar's a pedo? For this age gap, no. because no. Th- this is the thing that I don't understand, and maybe this is just because I'm a dude, but it's like as long as she's over the age of eighteen, there's nothing like bad about it. It might be weird, but it's not like illegal, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like it's it's just weird. It's not illegal. It's not calling Keemstar a pet. Oh wow! Oh shoot. i think we can call this the technical difficulties podcast for real this has been fantastic so since you guys are saying you know there's a weird you know age gap for that what could you say even though this is a old drama what can you guys say about the Kami carson drama with the 17 year old girlfriend he was what 19 am i correct okay okay depends because isn't are they american uh, Carson is American, yeah. Car- Carson is. What about the girl? Also American. Uh, okay. yes. I don't really know. Did was... she turn seventeen or was she seventeen? She like was, she was seventeen. I think it started when she was sixteen. If I'm going to be honest. Oh, started. Okay, now that. But like the, that. That's there. the thing. Like America is weird because multiple different states all have different ages of consent, Do ranging from sixteen works? to eighteen. Do you want me to explain how this works, Black Cat? Yes. So we have, we have like, each state ha- in America has their own power to set age of consent. In my state, it's 18. In our friend Gigi's state, it's 17. There's some states where it's 16. I think there's, like, one or two where it's 15, right? Yeah. So if it comes to people across state lines, like, say, me and, me and Gigi were to get in a relationship or whatever, right? You would have to, yeah, that's never happening, just so we're clear. I don't like- Aren't you guys already married? No, me and Gigi are not canonically married, thank fucking god, that's me and Piper. Oh. Uh, Different story there. I'm getting everyone mixed up. So, so if we were to be in a relationship across state lines, you would go to this thing called federal law, right? Mm. Uh, Which is the entire U.S.'s law. Once you go to there, the age of consent across the board is 18. Okay. So there's nothing uh, that can change beyond that point. 
so Carson technically, yes, did commit a crime. Um, did he know that she was 16, yes. 17? Okay. He, he was aware. Yeah. He was aware. Because we could say that this chick pulled a Daniel Cohn situation and lied about her age. How old is Danielle Cohn, by the way? She's she's turned sixteen. Oh God! But that everyone thinks she's eight. Well, not everyone. She's lying that she's eighteen. That she's turned eighteen. Isn't she like fifteen or something? According to mine, she, what I know, she turned she turned sixteen. Okay. Um. That's another mess. We should talk about her at some point. We should do a full podcast on every drama with her. There's actually there's actually been um some recent drama with her as well. Or well, what happened? Stuff, so. Do you want to talk about it? It's not on my list, but you're more than welcome to bring a topic. I'm trying to remember. There was something about um someone being sued. I'm not sure, but wait, hold up. Is this about the person like leaking an abortion or something? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay, no. that's something separate. Jesus, someone did that. Hold up. Yeah, I'll I'll have Daniel to Cone. go back and look at stuff. Here, I'm literally pulling it up. Uh, okay, cool. Let's go to news. Sort by recent. Really? Oh, oh, the the Michael the Michael West situation, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah so the, yeah, yeah, this, that one. So this guy just so just so everyone remembers do you, does everyone remember tanacon tanacon this is the dude who put on tanacon this is who yeah. danielle cone's manager is right so yeah she's i doing... think he's i think he's doing music now he's a music producer now and that's what he was doing with daniel oh great daniel. Uh, so apparently apparently uh this so here let's pull up let me pull this. This is who uh, the manager is, right? I think everyone was calling him Michael Wise, but he, like, corrected them and says it's Weiss or something. Michael Weist or something. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so this dude uh, put on Tanacon or whatever. So he, he's 25. He's been, he's been accused of stealing her money and forging her signature. She is suing and him allegedly hold up how much is this suit for uh what oh okay, it's funny here we, here we go uh an undisclosed amount that was so helpful yeah um but he had come out with videos that i had watched and i watched a couple of like drama drama videos on it where um one of the drama youtubers i forget who it was but was saying that like you know a broken clock is at least right twice a day and this might be one of the factors where michael lees is actually right about this stuff saying that um because he was coming out with facts he was coming out with screenshots in all of his video or his two videos that he came out with um was daniel cohen kind of just said stuff and then brush the rest of it under the carpet um so like the fact that michael thought that she was 18 her mum was saying that she was 18 um and wanted danielle to have her own funds so that when she does turn 18 and she has access to those funds she actually has funds in there because apparently the mother has been spending her money 
So the mother, so so what Michael West is alleging that the mother has done what Daniel Cohn and her mother are accusing him of doing, right? That's yeah. I reckon the mother is stealing or taking Daniel's money because she doesn't have access to it because she's still sixteen. She won't have access to it for another two years. Now, um, and I'm more inclined to believe that because the mother doesn't. She already have like a track record of doing some like really shady shit. Well, she's getting. She's been getting Danielle to dress skimpy um, for photos since she was like thirteen. So yeah, no, I've seen those. I, money. I I got involved in the Danielle Cone stuff ages ago with the uh, when Pyro made a video on her, and Ooh. then uh, this dude quite who's the. He's the dude in the surgical mask uh, with the brown hair and, like, olive green jacket. He made a video on her in which he said, like, apparently the mom's, uh, like, forcing her to hook up with YouTubers and shit. Yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If there's evidence uh, to, that Michael Weist uh, provided, I'm way more, way more inclined to believe uh, him than uh, well, there is... her, uh, the mother at all. Like, there was also a couple of things that he was saying where how he was like the YouTube manager or something because he became Daniel's manager. And there was actually a whole thing about that where the YouTuber themselves can go into their YouTube account and either allow access or not allow access to the manager. The manager has no connection to the funds or anything. They don't take a cut. They don't do whatever. All of the money goes straight to Daniel. Or her bank account. Wait, hold up. Is, or in he, this case, is, is he her personal manager, or is? I'm not 100 percent sure, but she was saying that um, apparently she already has a manager, and Michael was never a manager or some shit. But then she turns around and says, like, "Oh, my mom says that we should look for a manager," and I'm like, "What?" Is, you say you have a manager so that Michael is not the manager, but then also have footage of you saying that you need to look for a manager, hence you don't have a manager. Hold up, would this imply that, like, Michael Weiss would be, like, the YouTube manager? Like, the manager yeah. from YouTube? Apparently, like, a manager, if you are a YouTuber, can have access to your YouTube stuff as well because it's part of your entire package or your brand or whatever if you have youtube if you have like you, instagram fame about, if you have TikTok. are you talking about a channel manager like the people that youtube provides is that what uh it's no. okay so this isn't the one no. that youtube themselves provide this no. would be a third party yeah okay okay i think i'm not 100 percent sure like i'm not sure what type of manager he is but there was something saying that like doesn't matter what manager you get they have access to your YouTube stuff mm-hmm. to help, like, make sure videos go out on time, make sure this, that, like, even if it's a personal manager, if your currency comes from YouTube, they help manage your affairs, uh, I think. Okay, okay, so this would be more like a general manager. All right, mm. that, that makes some sense. I don't know, I don't know why they would have, okay, as someone who's, like, not a big YouTuber, but I've, like, been approached before by a management company uh, for a mm. separate project I had, T3. Um, we're approached by a management company, and they wanted, like, 30% of funds or something. N- never never do something where the manager isn't working at a flat rate. Like, you, yeah. just, you pay them a set amount each month, no more, no less. 
even if there's a contract of like, okay, so we're going to plan out, say, five or six of your videos for the month, that'll be X amount of money for those videos. Or they give you a set list of what they do for you and like maybe an hourly rate of what they work. Yeah, like you want to either pay by the hour or by the month. Like, for, I've heard some management teams cost a lot. I don't know the average cost in that industry, but like you're going to... If it makes about, a lot of money, maybe we should become managers. Yes, we're... we're Hire us for your management. Yeah, you, you can trust us. <laughs> we're, very, we're very competent. It's not like this podcast has been sitting for like six months. I can plan stuff. I just can't execute stuff. <laughs> Same. Um, uh, Keanu, what, what's your opinion on this? Since you're more so involved in, I guess, background parts of YouTube. Um, in that, I have no opinion because I'm not really into drama, but I just watched Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. God, that fight was, it was so bizarre. It was so dumb. I think everything's script at this point. Okay, let's actually dive into the boxing stuff because there's so much there. Okay, so first off, before we talk about that fight, there's a fight on Friday that I watched. And this was a fight uh, between Supreme Patty and some irrelevant YouTuber, right? Dude, mm -hmm. Supreme Patty got his ass handed to him and then said that he could beat Jake Paul. Like, Supreme Patty, that fucking... The fucking kid who has the True, Supreme band who, like, screams running through a neighborhood shirtless showing off oh. his stomach rolls that kid. this guy i see <laughs> let me show you a photo of this I, I heard of him before <laughs> supreme patty is tyrone a, a retired boxer actually tyrone woodley is a retired uh fighter hold up where the fuck is bro put jake paul in mma and he will not survive <laughs> Yeah, all oh, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure who who did um Logan fought who was it? Floyd Mayweather. Was well, isn't he retired too? Patty. Yeah, all these people find retired. Boxer. Uh Mayweather is mainly retired because he wanted to go to run. It's this fucking kid. Have you seen this kid before? I'm I might have seen this him. This is the dude who had a boxing match. <laughs> Oh, Jake Paul? Uh, no. Why does it look it. like Chris Jenner? This is oh. the dude he fought. John something. This black dude right here. That sounds so racist out of context. <laughs> yeah, just, just cut right that here. one just cut that one bit of audio. It's black. <laughs> oh, oh shit. God. Well, there goes my YouTube career. Uh, but so anyway, anyway, so this dude goes to fight this guy, and he Supreme Patty won, but this dude had like a bloody, like an entirely bloodied face at the end of it. And he's like, "Oh, I could fight Jake Paul," and the only reason this dude won is because he threw an illegal punch right as the bell was ending. Like as soon as the bell wow. starts to sound, he hits an illegal punch. It was. It's like very back of the neck is where he hit, and the dude collapsed. Ooh. Also, that really fucking Jesus Christ. Um, but so yeah, the dude fell down, and Supreme Patty was declared the winner of the fight. 
Um, and now this kid's calling out Jake Paul, who responded with who? That was Jake Paul's response. Who? Supreme Patty's like irrelevant. Kid hasn't the kid hasn't <laughs> been relevant in like years. Wow. Yeah, he said that's just the disrespect what? right there. So now let's move on to the fight everyone's talking about. Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Uh, did everyone watch it. it? I watched the highlights. Yeah, I watched on the highlights. Okay, I watched the entire fight. The whole undercard, everything. It was really boring. I, the whole undercard <laughs> made me fall asleep. There was like one fight that was good because... This like huge like seven foot tall dude knocked someone out, but that was like the only like fight that was really fun to watch. The women's boxing was really boring. I thought they should have just went to go make sandwiches, if you know what I mean. Um, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but so the fight with Jake and Tyrone, the main event happens. Holy shit! That was an interesting fight. What were you guys' thoughts on it? Uh, Black Cat, you saw the highlights. What What do you think of Jake? What do you think of Tyrone? Tyrone? Honestly, I was just watching the whole thing, and I'm like, I don't understand what the fuck's happening. Are they getting points every time they land a hit? Like, what is yeah. uh, what is going on? For a number of hits um, and damage you do, basically. I saw quite a few, like, Jake Paul got quite a few punches to the face, and yeah. I was like... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like when when everything like came up, I was like, "Oh, Jake Paul's twenty four. Fuck." <laughs> so basically, what we're saying is, Black Cat is Jake Paul. Exactly. Yeah. I remember watching Jake Paul on the Disney Channel like yonks ago, and like one or two episodes of whatever the fuck the show was the that he was in. Park. Oh my, yeah, the show that Olivia Rodrigo's from, by the way. Oh really? Yes, that Ooh. the one of the main characters she played, and now she's, uh, woman Juice World, basically. <laughs> wow, um, yeah, like I remember seeing him on that, and not really giving a shit about the character. I didn't know what the fuck he was, and then he was on like YouTube and stuff. I still didn't know who the fuck he was. Um. <laughs> And then, and then all the shit came out like he was like fired from Disney because he was doing a whole bunch of stupid shit. But realistically, all he did on YouTube was the shit he was doing scripted in the show. Like his character in the show was like this outrageous guy who did all these fucking stupid ass dangerous stunts. And then he went to YouTube and then did actual stupid dangerous stunts. No, the thing is, those the his YouTube like blow up the stuff where he was like his most annoying self and that show were at the same time like yeah he was on bizarre he just park took... and he'd come home and light a couch on fire in his swimming pool yeah because he was using the character from the show his whole personality was based off this fictional character that he played on netflix netflix nickelodeon yeah that uh, one no it was disney Disney? He was a Disney. Yeah, he was a Disney actor. That was Nickelodeon. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway, that's that's my childhood down the drain. Um, they're both the same to me. Disney is now caught up to like Nickelodeon standard. 
I think Disney's always had like a slight edge with their live action shows, but their animated series still are very boring. Like they had Drake and Josh, they had Drake from Drake and Josh voice Spider Man. Really? Yeah. Hold up, let me literally pull a clip. Isn't Drake going to jail? What? Isn't Drake going to jail? Yeah. Drake or kids? That's what I'm saying. You're so sexy. Don't turn 18. Actually, sort of speaking of Drake Bell, apparently he's getting a plea deal where he might not have to go to jail. Yeah, I don't think someone as famous and as rich as him is not going to go to jail. Um, He's really on his way out. Yeah, I'm I'm sad that he isn't getting, that we're not going to get justice for him, but I'm not shocked. Rich and wealth, money, that lets you out of prison. Yep. So, um, Pat, do you want to commit a crime since we're both so famous? Oh, oh, I would not last well in prison. Very <laughs> well. Uh, Hashtag not no. victory royale. Uh, <laughs> sort of, I sort of, I guess, I guess, back to the Jake Paul fight. Do you think he should have won? It was an interesting match. I do have to say. I didn't understand it, so I'm just sitting there like uh, yes. people punching each like, other. Like when two dudes punch each other <laughs> with no context. So I mean, I could just go to Blacktown or freaking Mount Druitt and watch the same shit, so. <laughs> I do have to say, I was not bored. The I fight was, was pretty interesting. I was interested in it. Black Cat, you have simps in the chat. Um, yeah. I have simps in the chat? Oh! Black Cat. <laughs> Um, but so anyway, uh, there's a lot of controversy bef- uh, if Jake actually won, right? And they're saying that Jake rigged the fight or Tyrone wasn't it like won. close? No, it was wasn't there like a close call because like you don't understand the boxing, do you? Judges, no. Okay, let no, me know what happened. So, this is the first boxing show I've ever watched, <laughs> apart from the fake WWE wrestling. You even watched KSI vs. Logan? <laughs> no, I couldn't so, give a shit. I watched both of them, and I watched KSI vs. Joe Weller. Um, I watched I watched their screaming match afterwards, though. I was... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? So... All right, so let me explain what happened. So, so Jake and Tyrone uh, are fighting, right? Jake is really dominant round one through four. Round five, Tyrone punches him and he goes against the ropes. That should have been a knockdown. I don't care if you're a Jake Paul fan or a Tyrone Woodley fan. That was a knockdown. He should have got a standing eight count. The judge was stupid for that. I'm actually watching the highlight right now. That was a that was a powerful punch. Hold up. Let me show yeah. you this. Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. I was waiting for someone to walk out of there with a bloody nose. Honestly, I was Minimum. kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping that would happen. Uh, I gotta find this one. It's uh, Jake. Who has electronic Rose. shorts on? I'm just that just caught my eye. <laughs> All right, so. Hold up, let me full screen this. I want to be able to, like, actually 
Uh, hold on. Oh. Um. Here we go. Here we go. So, Jake's on the ropes right here. Tyrone knocked him into them. And Still didn't get knocked out. Ja that should have been a knockdown. Jake should have lost eight points. That would have meant Tyrone won. They didn't count that as a knockdown. Uh, so Tyrone did really good in round five, really good in round six, and okay in round seven. Then Jake came back and run won round eight. That went eight rounds. Yes, eight whole mm -hmm. rounds. Uh, it was f I think it was four minute rounds too. Oh. So Jake lasted an entire fight against arguably one of the best welterweights of all time. Um, but there's another thing here, is that the people that they're fighting have been retired. So Tyrone's only been retired a few months. He was oh, okay. he retired oh. from, the, from uh, MMA a um, month and a half before the Ben Askren fight and signed the contract immediately after. Huh. So uh, after his friend Ben Askren got KO'd, uh, Tyrone Woodley went to go train to beat Jake. He did a really good job for not being a boxer. So Tyrone's a striker in the UFC, which means he does both like the martial arts stuff, like boxing, uh, oh. jujitsu, all that stuff. Um, he went to go fight Jake, who's a boxer. Uh, I think the reason Jake goes mainly for boxers actually is uh because. Because he, he's a wannabe. He does. He he doesn't want. He goes mainly for people in the M MMA community because, so MMA you get to go full three sixty. You can hit anywhere on the body basically. In mm. boxing, it's front and side. just head. That's it. Yeah. The only thing that matters really is headshots, uh, like right hooks to the head, or uh, weakening the body uh, with like quick precise jabs right um so oh, fuck sorry my brain is very good at finishing sentences so jake went to go fight tyrone and tyrone looked really good for only training like three and a half months jake's been training three years tyrone trained for this fight for three months is this the only fight that Jake's won so far? No. Oh, he beat Jake's Judge four Jake. fight. He beat Jake is four he's four and oh right now. He's not lost a fight. Alright. Which which one. one of the brothers had the tie where both foxes won? Logan and KFC. Okay. So Logan has actually never won a fight. And he somehow got a know. fight. Lo okay. Logan went lost against KSI, a YouTuber who's slightly overweight, and then went, oh, let me fight the greatest boxer of all time in uh, Floyd Money Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Dude's confidence is interesting. No, like, the fucking... The thing is, this is what, this is what really bothers me, as someone who really enjoys watching boxing. So, Black Cat, can you imagine you lose a fight, right? Mm. And the next thing you do, you go to fight the most popular, the best... Uh, of all time female boxer, is that a Let's good? See, that... Is that good? Like, technically, I mean, if you've lost your first fight, you've got nothing else to lose, so you might as well go big or go home. 
Okay, so if I lose- At least- at least you'll get the notoriety for trying to fight someone that big. Surprised you actually, uh, survive. I'm oh, honestly shocked that Jade like, didn't get knocked yeah. out. Even- even if you don't win, if you just last longer than people expect you to last, you're gonna get a shit ton of respect. Okay, can I- so I watched the entire Logan versus Floyd Mayweather fight, right? How many rounds did he last? Uh, Logan and Floyd went a full eight. They were only okay. three minute rounds, though. Okay. Uh, and it was uh, exhibition, meaning there wasn't going to ever be an official winner unless someone got knocked out. Arguably, if it would have been a ten round fight, I have to say Logan would have knocked Floyd out. Genuinely, I don't think Floyd would have lasted Ooh. much longer. He looked out of shape. He didn't look at his peak performance. Uh, Mayweather's known for being a very defensive fighter. He has his guard up most of the time, and then he's known for, like, super powerful, fast strikes. Logan counterpunched a lot of his strikes. Like, he was able to block them, then punch. Like, it... Okay. Arguably, Logan could have beat Mayweather if they kept going, and apparently there's another fight Logan has... Uh, coming up in a few months, allegedly. I've heard Sorry. that he's going to be fighting uh, Anderson Silva, if you know who that is. You really don't Assume I know nothing. Jim <laughs> Garcia, that man is a champ. Uh, Anderson Silva is an MMA fighter um, who uh, retired, like, I think a year ago. The only names I know are the really old-school WWE wrestlers. So... John Cena! <laughs> yeah, John Cena, fucking Rey Mysterio, oh. Batista, oh, Undertaker, Batista. blah blah blah. Dave yeah. Batista. The only reason I know him is because I watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> See, I I used to watch him wrestle before he became an actor. Um, and same with Dwayne Johnson. That's the man. I knew the rock. Dwayne, I want to see his cock, Johnson. So insane, dude. I guess Fair let's enough. move on to something else. So, everyone, we have the little black cat here. This story is probably going to emotionally affect her. So, put Pog Champ in if you want to support her in the chat. Uh, so everyone's cat, uh, everyone's favorite cat fucking YouTuber, Shane Dawson, has moved. He lives in Colorado now. So Everybody's moving out of LA. So this interested like, me because oh. he's also now married to Ryland, right? Well, the one thing that I noticed is his friend Andrew, the one who was the camera person for all those documentaries. Ringer. Yep. He's living with Garrett in L.A. still. I don't That's been a thing for a while. I don't think they're filming together anymore. Nope. But Shane um, said he's planning to return soon. Yeah, he's probably going to get a new um, record, like, record film person, or Ryland's going to do it. Oh, God. I swear to God, if I have to hear, Oh, my God, Shane, let's go film this behind the camera. I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling he'd be more professional than that. Have you heard Ryland's voice? It is so annoying. Yes, I have. I used, I, used to be, I used to be a fan until everything came out. 
Like... One second, hold up. You better get something. <laughs> Hey, we're starting to talk like camera. Yeah, I had to get my phone for this. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, like, pretty much all of, like, the negative influences and stuff have been moving out of LA. Like, Jeffree Star moved, and I think Shane is just following Jeffree's... Footsteps at this point. Yeah. At this point. Because, like, he moved out and he got himself, like, a farm or something as well. <laughs> so... Yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have so many pigs. He's gonna be so on trend. Um, <laughs> What's it? Dude, I tried so hard to get that, and it sold out. Conspiracy. That looks. I I actually I actually bought mine off of um eBay for like fifty bucks. So I'm going to go order one now if they're still on eBay. Yeah. I really, like, as much as they're, like, cancelled to the ground, um, the conspiracy kind of collection and, like, the pig mirrors and the backpacks are, like, iconic to me. Like, they, the designs are amazing. The quality is amazing. Like, as much as you hate the people, you can't hate on good production. I have to say, Jeffree Star cosmetics are really good. Uh, I I had their foundation and stuff for a while, really good quality. Their lip gloss, I've seen people use, and it looks really good. Their eyeshadows look phenomenal. As as much mm. as you want to hate them, they're they're good quality. You can't knock the product. Yeah. Also, why the hell did someone named Hannah Baker in my chat in our chat put "Give me your wrists, D and D"? Is this, a threat? is this a threat? They want to lay in the bath with you. Listen, me and Keanu and Black Cat are already planning to do that after the street. I'm kidding. Exactly. That would be really <laughs> awkward. Uh, wow. Bath podcast. Um, the trio and, bath. And, then, and then we'll sell the bath water. That's exactly. Yes, yes, because people are definitely going to buy that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So Garrett and Shane have had a falling out for a while, I think. Like, if you go back to all the old videos that they used to film together, Shane would do nothing but, like, criticize and bag out and basically just, like, destroy Garrett's kind of sense of um, sense of self. Yeah, and he did the I same agree. thing with Drew who he used to record with a lot before. Uh, hold up, just for context, I'm going to pull these videos up on screen for people to see. Uh, Drew, his name's Morrison, right? Me and Adam Baker about a fight. <laughs> so someone's in the chat. Uh, hold up, what was Drew's YouTube name? My Discord likes to keep cutting. Well, um, I would say that, repeat that again, D&D, for um, Black Hat. What's Drew's uh, YouTube name? Um, is it Drew is it Mon is oh Monson? Drew Drew Monson? That's his name, not Morrison. Okay, here we go. So yeah, so like Shane used to record with Drew before he ever did anything with um with Garrett with Ryland. Like before any of that was a thing, it was Drew and Shane 
as like a comedic duo for the longest time. And he treated Drew the exact same way as he was treating Garrett, like degrading them, making fun of them. I'm pretty sure like Shane spat on Drew in one of the videos that he did a long, long time ago. Yeah, no, I'm trying to find the video exactly where it was. Was it the Goodbye Drew Morrison video? I don't know. I think it was this one where he talked about why he's no longer friends with Shane. Um, and then during Shane's canceling... Uh, People like, was bringing up the Drew stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, brought, and then brought Garrett up the same way because um, they basically... Treat like from my experience because I used to watch them way back when Drew and Shane were a thing, so I saw the direct connection between how Shane treated Drew to how Shane treated Garrett. Yeah, and then if you notice, like in their like, what was the series? It was like the Spooky Boys or something, right? Do you remember that series mm-hmm. that Shane did, like where they go to like semi do semi scary stuff, right? There was there was one that he did with Graveyard Girl. Uh, yeah. And they went they went to an abandoned place, and then Garrett played like a prank on them, like a scary prank, and then Graveyard Girl lost her shit, and then Shane instantly like basically Shane like gaslit Garrett in that situation. Mm-hmm. And then there was what was it? There was the whole like video they did with outfits or something, and. Mm. Uh, Garrett was very uncomfortable with what Shane forced him to wear. He made it clear Shane refused to listen. Yeah, there, there was a lot of stuff that Shane did that was, like, gaslighty and abusive to Garrett. But so the thing yeah. is, so even after Garrett stopped filming with them, uh, Andrew, the person who filmed for Shane, stuck around, right? It's probably because he was getting paid. Yeah, but so, uh, from what I, from what I remember, um... There were, like, four or five job offers he had to go, like, work with the, like, film industry. He turned them down to go film with Shane because Shane gave him, like, creative control and stuff. Well, there you go. But so... Maybe he just got, got to a point where Drew... Uh, not Drew, Andrew. fucking Andrew. Andrew saw too much shit and maybe it was like, yeah, you know what, fuck the shit. Or maybe Garrett came clean to him and, like, told him, like, stuff that was happening. Because I think... Andrew came well after Garrett. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, and no, Andrew, Andrew filmed uh, with Garrett and them. Andrew's first video was something about like Shane's cat getting a like toy house or something. Oh, that was like the first video okay. they filmed together. He filmed all the documentary series, the more long form content, all that was mm. with Andrew. Oh. Like, it got to a point where even with Shane Dawson's conspiracy collection with Jeffree Star, they gave Andrew his own, like, lipstick shade. But they didn't give one... They didn't give one to Garrett. They did nothing for Garrett. They gave Andrew a lipstick shade, and they gave Trisha an eyeshadow. Yeah, I still don't understand the Trisha shade. I really don't. Hold up, didn't Trisha come out with allegations against Shane? Yep. Well, it's because Trisha and Shane were, like, besties, like, get it till the end, ride or die, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's when Ryland came in where Ryland's very much, like, a mean girl, I think. That's and then... 
weren't the allegations more so against Ryland, like he was gaslighting yeah. her? That, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. With, with the whole Jeffree Star stuff, because Jeffree Star was um, allegedly like a bully to Trisha. Um, Gaslitter did all this stuff, would pay for stuff for her and then turn around and like other people who were friends with Jeffrey would turn around and be like, oh, well, Jeffrey paid for blah, blah, blah. And then Trisha would be like, yeah, but I said I would pay for it. Which is kind of the same thing that she then did to Ethan and that when wasn't there they went on her birthday. The, wasn't there also the uh, body shaming shit with Shane yeah. and Trisha? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Granted, Trisha was getting shitty at I, Jeffrey, I and, that. yeah. Trisha was getting shitty at Ryland and Shane for still being friends with Jeffrey long after um, Trisha came out to them being like, oh, yeah, Jeffrey's done this, that, and the other to me. They're a shitty person. X, Y, Z. You get the gist. Um, and they still continued to associate themselves with Jeffrey. And that kind of tipped her over the edge. She's just like, fuck it. I don't like any of you guys anymore. Bye. And yeah. <laughs> Great Trisha Paytas black cat. <laughs> um, like, you guys are the scum of the earth. Blah, 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 blah. Such a weasel. Blah, blah, blah. I Devil guess, spawn. Blah, blah, blah. I guess yeah. sort of on Trisha, this sort of goes into the whole H3 drama shit. Mm. Uh, did you see, like, the end of, like, H3 ended the family show? Yep, and then I saw a H3 After Dark snippet of where Ethan was basically like, yeah, so we ended the families because of Trisha. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> He's such a... Okay, I'm gonna just go full mask off. I know this is probably a dangerous opinion to have because of how popular H3 is in commentary and shit right now. H3 can go suck my fucking dick. I hate this dude. He's he's scum. He pumps out false allegations. He doesn't apologize for anything. He just says whatever the hell he wants to and hopes for the best. Mm. Do you have a different opinion on so H3? Like, so, like, the same thing could be said about Trisha, though, because there's been a lot of stuff that has come out where Trisha is very hypocritical or... Um, um, kind of backtracks a lot with what she has said. I understand that there is, like, a point of growth and a point of change and, like, the stuff between Trisha, Jeffrey, and Shane and all that stuff where she was like, I don't want to be associated with you because you're associated with blah, blah, blah. And now she's kind of flipped it to where, like, you know what, like, calm down, this isn't actually that big of a deal, you can go on someone else's podcast to have a discussion, to have a chat and stuff like that. I reckon if Trish Trisha had the chance, she would go on Ryland's podcast as is right now with her new mindset. But a lot of people were going off at her being like, oh, you said all this shit about Ryland and that, and now you're literally turning around and doing the exact same shit that they were doing with Jeffrey, but you're doing with Keemstar against Ethan. But I have an idea that um, people could change. You grow. You learn from stupid shit. When it comes to the whole podcast shit, even, like, did you see the Mom's Basement episode she went on? Did you? Yeah. She wasn't friendly to Keem and them. She did challenge them on things. Mm -hmm. And she stated very clearly she was more of a fan of Ethan than she is of Keem and Banks. 
Yeah. And H3 twists the narrative because her going on that show isn't beneficial to him. Mm. Even though they were stating all this stuff before the podcast episode even came out, that's literally judging a book by its cover. I, okay, so sort of, I guess, still on this. So, you know, the whole, like, Trisha uh, drama with, uh, fuck, what was it? Uh, Gabby Hanna, right? Ooh. Dude, the way that H3 uh, deals with even, like, mental health when it comes to Gabby Hanna is super, super hypocritical. And this is why... Honestly, I'm a little bit more pro-Trisha than I am Ethan, and I hate to say it because I don't like Trish uh, Paytas at all, but she she was on this... Fuck, sorry, I'm trying to think of how to word it. Uh, okay, so Trisha Paytas was on the uh, on the Frenemies podcast. That's what the fuck it was called, Frenemies. You already forgotten. <laughs> Listen, I don't care enough to remember. Honestly, I, I would kill for a frenemy's hoodie. <laughs> I think there's like 4,000 left. Go get them. Yeah. But so, yeah. So, the Trisha, so Trisha goes on frenemies and they're talking about Gabby Hanna, right? Mm -hmm. Did you see the episode where they gave Gabby Hanna the biggest mental breakdown award? Mm. You saw that, right? Yeah. That was on the Steamies. Yeah. Yeah, so they gave Gabby Hanna that award. What does H3 consistently attack everyone else for? Oh, you're not you're not being nice to people with mental problems. You're not being nice to people with mental problems. But see like Gabby Hanna's mental breakdowns on the internet I think are false. I'm I'm I think yeah. her breakdowns are fake. I think Trisha's breakdowns are fake as well, to be honest. Because I feel like some can be real, but the only majority one that I thought was legitimately real. You remember the thing where she's like, "Everyone's coming after me." I think she was having like a schizophrenic episode or something. She she was having like a paranoia panic attack or something like that, where she was thinking people were turning up to her house and people were um, hacking her crap and this, that, and the other. YouTube wouldn't let her end a live stream. That kind of stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I think that was, like, legitimate breakdown. I think uh, the whole Trisha breakdowns over Jason Nash and David Dobrik were real. Either, either some of them are fake with Gabby Hanna, because she'll turn around and be like, oh, yeah, I was just, like, making all this fuss so that I could launch my next music video or blah, blah, blah. Because she said that. She has directly said, like, oh, my God, I can't believe all those guys thought I was, like, legit. And so I'm like, okay. The but then, token, though, she could, says a lot of, she lies a lot. Yeah. But could this be almost like she's ashamed to be breaking down? Like maybe all the breakdowns are real, but she's so ashamed of people seeing that. Like if she uncontrollably breaks down in a video and stuff like that, that needs to be posting content so that she stays relevant or whatever, or so that she gets money. What if she turns around and is like, oh yeah, this faking to kind of like deflect from it so people aren't actually worried about her. They'll just be like, oh, she's just a troll. I mean, that's honestly quite a real possibility. She does seem like the type of person to sort of, not necessarily, I don't know how to word it because I don't want to come off as insensitive to her mental health problems, but she does sort of seem like the person to like 
not necessarily fake a breakdown, but sort of fake that it was not a breakdown, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, I, I think she is pretty, like, publicly mentally ill. I think she genuinely does have a lot of mental problems. To what extent the things that we see are real is really up for debate. Because, like, mm. all of YouTube, let's be real, it's a show. Yeah. <clears throat> Onision. Boy. Uh, anyway, let's go on. Separate podcast episode for that shit, please. Let's go on to something else. So there's some shit with the new. You, you know who Chris Chan is, right? I don't want to, but I do. So have you seen the new shit that went down? No. Okay. So allegedly oh maybe maybe okay well what, what's the most recent thing you've heard what's the most recent thing you've heard so there's actually some girl trolling about on the internet who put chris in this situation who planted the seed of this horrendous act into chris's head and then sent him off into the world like basically this woman has weaponized a human being and sent them out into the world to create chaos so basically a lady tricked him into fucking his dementia-ridden mother. Is that the last thing that you heard? Yes, but also, like, she tried to hook him up with another... Because apparently Chris has, like, some sort of mental disability he's, or something. He's, super, he's very, very autistic. That's not so even he was autistic, he has autism. Yeah, this person was trying to hook Chris up with another autistic person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, trying to fish and get that kind of thing. To, but I think the girl that he was trying to, that she was trying to hook him up with was, like, underage, maybe? Yeah, she was underage. So, yeah. so this goes a level deeper, right? So, the same girl that was, like, pulling all the strings behind the scenes, right? Allegedly, hmm. she came out uh, with, aud there was audio of her coming out saying, oh, I was going to get him to film it, send it to me, then make him kill himself. Um, also, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Um... <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> no, but like, so that was allegedly something that happened. And then not only does that shit go down, but so after the whole Chris Chan, uh, trying to get him to kill himself shit goes down, right? He's arrested. Sent mm. to a women's prison because he identified trans, right? But apparently he's trying to trans back. Hold like, on. Apparently I'm, he... I'm gonna get to all of this. Okay. So, okay. in this women's prison, allegedly, he tried to sexually assault someone. Because they were a boyfriend-free girl. So he's sent to the men's prison. And people start digging back at this point to see, like, why did they send him to the men's prison? Because in that state, they're supposed to, like, recognize trans people no matter what they do, right? Mm. So Look him up in voluntary confinement. Turns out, Chris Chan has publicly posted about faking being trans to get with women. Hold up. Actually, let me see. Let me see if I can get our resident uh, Chris Chan historian in here. Uh, let me DM 
my Chris Chan historian friend. Dish. All right, well, Dish, can you I'm going to take podcast to talk about Chris Chan. No. <laughs> okay, I, I asked her, we'll give her a bit to reply. But so let's move on to something else real fast that I think Black Cat might actually be interested in. Okay. King hell. How, how the hell do I go about bringing this shit up? So, you remember Tati Westbrook, right? Tati, yes. So she comes back about four or five months ago, four or five weeks ago. Uh, with I've seen video it, yeah. Talking about how she's in a lawsuit or whatever. Um, did did anyone else notice that she refused to respond to the allegations she made against Shane and Jeffrey? Like, she skated yes. past that. The video that she was supposed to do with James Charles exposing everything never happened. Probably because of all of the allegations that came out of James recently or in the last six months or so about all these other boys that James has allegedly been messaging and this, that, and the other, and maybe Tati's like, oh, shit, it's true. Like, I reckon Tati knows that all of this shit is true and kind of lucked out with not having to make a video with James. So, this is actually where the whole shit goes in. So you remember how uh, there was the whole trying to turn straight people gay allegations against James or whatever? Mm -hmm. And now there's the whole underage allegations, right? Mm -hmm. I reckon the two are connected. None of them were ever disproven from the things that Tati said, the Oh, you're trying to turn straight people gay. When was that ever disproven? Mm -hmm. James never uh, denied it. He just said... James actually oh, said... There is actually a thing here somewhere floating around on the internet where James actually states that he did go for straight males. He is sexually attracted to straight males. Or attracted in general to straight males. He has said that somewhere. Wasn't and he goes, it's it sucks because like I'm attracted to straight guys, but you know, obviously they're not into me because I'm also a guy. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, doesn't look it sometimes. Fuck. <laughs> James has a thicky. <laughs> Have you been sliding into his DMs? No. <laughs> All right. No, I, I, oh, I, boy. James Charles. He's a bottom. And so are you. Uh, no, That's why no. it could never work. <laughs> I guess, I guess sort of diving uh, into the James Charles stuff, there's new allegations against him. As in, like, a couple of weeks recent or, like, a couple of months recent? A few a few weeks ago recent. Okay, then I don't know about it. <laughs> okay, so allegedly, allegedly James yes. Charles tried hitting up a 13-year-old TikToker through TikTok. James, the fuck? <laughs> and no uh. one's talked about it. Keemstar hasn't, none of the commentary channels have, none of the T channels have. 
honestly, it's probably because it's getting like it's the same shit with James. He's not learning from his mistakes as much as he says he is. This, that, and the other, and everyone's just kind of okay. He's just desperate. Yeah. That that was what he said in his apology. Keep in mind that was why he's he did so desperate he would go to jail. Then he'll get plenty. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> whoa! 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 whoa. <laughs> they pass it around like nobody's business. I mean, Tyrequius would probably really like James Charles. Like. The only thing that I know about shit with James Charles is the whole Met Gala shit that's going on at the moment. That was that's fake. That was fake. Yeah, um, but like, but the last Met Gala, James did go to it. Everyone was giving him shit for it as well. I don't. What is the Met Gala? Can you explain that? I'm so out so, of the loop with mainstream stuff. What What the Met Gala is essentially a uh, kind of like dinner party runway thing that fashion designers put on and fashion designers will then contact celebrities to wear their new clothes it's basically like a runway for to for designers to show off new brands of clothing and stuff like this on celebrities and they all just have like this massive dinner party oh so it's like dinner with your favorite celebs basically that's it yeah, and they they wear they wear designers' brand new clothing to kind of showcase the clothing, like a Victoria's Secret runway show or stuff like that. Oh, okay, that sounds way it's, more it's boring than it. It's kind of like a a fun way or a fun take on a fashion show. Oh, it's like see your favorite celebrity dressed to the tee yeah, or whatever. But in, but instead of models, it's celebrities. Honestly, that's probably a better way to do a fashion show. Showcase your new stuff on people who aren't four pounds and dying yeah. anorexia. And they they kind of record the whole thing. It's like they record the Grammys or they record the runway shows and then post them later. But what they were doing is they were recording it and then posting it to YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so what they then did was they got a YouTuber to kind of MC the whole event for two years straight. And that was Liza Koshy. They got her to MC two years of the Met Gala. Hold up, is um, she like not like just a YouTuber anymore? Because like, yeah. But when when they were doing it, she was mainly more into YouTube, and now I think she's more into acting. Because I know she's like done like interviews with Michelle Obama and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, she seems yeah. to be more mainstream than most YouTubers. Granted, I guess you could yeah. say the same thing about, like, a Jake Paul, a um, David Dobrik, those kind of people. I guess they are a little bit more mainstream than your traditional mm. has breakdown in bedroom, I'm sorry, people. Yeah. So the first year they had her emceeing, there was no other YouTubers or influencers or whatever. The second year that she was emceeing, they had James Charles and someone else, I don't know, a female influencer of some sort. Um, and now with, like, was it the whole thing. Anna? No, 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 no. Um, fuck, what's her name? I don't know. I can't remember. 
but um, there was then two more plus Liza. So there was like three YouTube internet celebrities there. And now the fact that they're kind of trying to make a big deal out of um, influencers going, hence why this whole fake list and table seating and everything has come out. Because they're, I think they're trying to make it so that influencers and celebrities still stay separate, even though a lot of the more popular influencers and stuff have been Emma talking to... Emma Chamberlain. There you go. Uh, no, I don't think it was her for the year, but that was on the fake list. No, no, no. Emma Chamberlain is pictured here. I went to Google. Uh, she apparently was there. I think is this looks like. I think I think that's on the fake list because I did watch a uh video, a drama video about it. But um, yeah, the list is fake. The seating the table seating picture that's spread around is fake. They wouldn't separate all of the influences because what it is is that industries buy a table. And then anyone that they invite to take up the seats at that table would all sit at the same table. I have no clue how that this works at all. It's okay. I didn't understand boxing, so we're even now. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I guess let's let's wrap up with some uh, more rapid fire news stories. Ah. <sighs> Okay, hold up. Let me pull up the list on my phone of stories that we have to very, very, very briefly go over. Technoblade, the Minecraft YouTuber, has cancer. I don't know the YouTuber, but damn. He's, uh, one, of, he's one of the Dream SMP people. Um, he has cancer in his arm and uh this sort of feeds into the next piece commentary youtuber Jaden is being cancelled over allegedly milking the technoblade situation by monetizing a video on it he's been called out by optimist nicholas diorio and dylan burns um who are all alleging that he is profiting off of the situation and saying that he is exploiting people with cancer okay so that's sort of your commentary news. Um, Logan Paul has launched an NFT video game uh, based around the premise of hatching eggs. It's apparently supposed to be sort of like Pokemon. Uh, yep. Cool. Nobody download that. Nobody play it. It's a few thousand let's, dollars per egg. I don't think anyone can. Let's, boy, let's boycott the game that scams you of money. Um, okay, so tomorrow, wait, is tomorrow Wednesday? No, okay. It is for me. Okay, so tomorrow for people in Australia, <laughs> the day after for people in the US and other parts of the world, um, Wednesday is hashtag a day off Twitch, um, which is going to be promoting, uh, Hold up. What exactly is this thing for again? Uh, oh yeah, this is because of Twitch's lack of doing anything from hate raids. Basically, Twitch has been letting uh, creators who are part of like the LGBTQ community, uh, black people, that kind of stuff, 
get these things called hate raids, uh, which put their channels at risk of termination. And Twitch has terminated people for not doing anything about thousands of people spamming chats, uh, saying the N-word, being overly toxic, that kind of shit. Oh, so people are jumping into these LGBT Black Lives Matter creator creators on Twitch and just fucking up their comments. Yeah, and then putting their channels at risk for toxicity. Because uh, on Twitch you can get terminated for toxicity. Um, and there's been a few big accounts that have been doing this. There's one called, like, Hobbs um, and shit like that. So I think Twitch... You're supposed to not stream and it'll allegedly be, like, a protest or whatever. Yeah, I think Twitch should have an option where the creators of the Twitch can kick people from their chat room. You can. The issue is this is, like, thousands of things coming in like this bots sure. and everything like there's thousands of accounts spamming doing shit following you, um, to censor the comments um, you know how like youtube you can like stop people from commenting certain stuff by putting a keyword into the algorithm and then it will force people like anyone who tries to post something with that word in it it doesn't get posted so or sent. This, so this one YouTuber actually decided to test how possible that is, right? So he took mm. the N-word with the hard ER, right? And put that into a bot, which would think of random ways you could spell it to avoid getting uh, banned for just the word. It came up with 75,000 different combinations you could use to get around wow. it. And there's like a limit of 100 banned words on Twitch. Okay. So you'd be spending hours trying to do it. So what they're trying to do is basically uh, do something where IPs will have a limited amount of Twitch accounts to use so that they can't keep doing these hate raids. Oh. That's been the proposed solution. Um, Hold up. Where's the next thing? Uh, okay. Yes. Here we go. Um, so... Ed Asner, the person from the from the the voice actor from the movie Up, the Mary Tyler Moore show, and Lou Grant, has died on Sunday. Is that the old man, the guy yes. that voiced the old man? Oh, he died he at cool. age ninety-one. Holy shit! He almost lived as long as the Queen. Uh, yesterday, Kanye West's album Donda dropped after six delays. And it has been met with lukewarm reception, uh, with Kanye alleging Universal put the album out without his permission and has not paid him for the album. I don't think Kanye is really relevant anymore. I don't think anyone really cares. A lot of people do because this was trending number one on Twitter last night. Oh. Well, I don't care. I agree <laughs> Moving on. Either. And I like Kanye's music, but it's whatever. Um, so, up next, uh, Tyrone Woodley is alleging that Jake Paul cheated by using performance-enhancing drugs during their boxing match, according to an Instagram Live from last night. What, did he smoke weed or something? Performance-enhancing drugs are steroids. Oh. So he's alleging that the fight was not clean and is calling for the commission to declare him the winner. Maybe he just drank some rogue energy. 
Yeah, that that's what he did. He's code it's Andy and everything. Uh Wednesday night, Logan Paul was booed as he entered the WWE arena. Uh for I saw game. that. That was the one thing that I was like, ooh, what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not shocked. He uh, had a pretty boring performance last time. Those fans are pretty fucking hectic. Um Atlanta Phase has won the Call of Duty uh, World Championship, declaring them the best team for this game cycle. Uh, Mike Malak, co-host of Impulsive, is allegedly dating another porn star after having broken up with his former girlfriend, Lana Rhodes, about five months ago. And the final story that I have is... There have been allegations made of sexual assault against Jeffree Star, which have not yet been substantiated. With no proof having been shown, I would recommend taking these allegations with a grain of salt. But allegedly, there's been some evidence suggesting Jeffree Star has committed sexual assault. And what? he also moved to Montana. That's well, for, yeah. For, for some assault? reason, those are next to each other on my listing. Jeffree Star allegedly sexually assaulted someone. He moved to Montana. I don't think he would, to be honest. I don't either. I think he has too much. Maybe to in lose. the past of like slapping someone's ass at a party, like sure, but like full blown sexual assault, I don't see it happening. I agree. Um... And hold up, something else just popped up in my drama chat. Uh... The fuck is this? Um... Jesus, my birds. Hold up, I'm trying to figure out exactly what this implies. Uh... I told you I was not familiar with drama. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You guys were my whole podcast tonight. I mean, I don't think we talked about the cryptocurrency, but... Oh, oh the cryptocurrency. I fucking... Okay. So, thank you for reminding me. So, this is the <laughs> final topic for tonight. I'm going to wait to save the thing that I was uh, DM'd in a group chat for next week. We'll put that in the next one, yeah. Uh... But, so, how many of you know famous rapper Soldier Boy? Oh, God. Oh. I know the name. <laughs> I don't know the actual person or heard any of that crap. He's more so from your time, Black Cat, you know, your time in the late 40s, right? Uh, here, oh. I'll, I'll play like 30 seconds of his uh, song. Dogecoins. Uh, crank that. I guarantee you, you know this song, Black Cat. This was like hella, hella popular in like 2008 or 9. Uh, I vaguely remember this from like the clean version that they played before standardized testing in my school. Um, but <laughs> here we go. Damn, yeah, there you go. Most popular ass song. Superman, 
Yeah, okay, I know this one. <laughs> yeah, so him who hasn't been relevant for like 10 years, um, besides selling scam consoles with Nintendo ROMs on them, uh, <laughs> he is in a group chat with Lil Yachty, Uzi, a bunch of like poppin' rappers, right? And allegedly, they've been promoting a bunch of pump and dump coins, which if you don't know how cryptocurrency works, uh, it's based off of the value of the coin is based off how many people buy it, how many people sell it. So if a bunch of people are buying, it's going to go up. If a bunch of people are selling, it goes down, right? Um, so basically what they'll do is they'll buy a majority of the coin, these people. They'll tell their fans, I really believe in this project. It's going to the moon. Mm. And their fans buy It'll go up like twenty dollars. It'll go up twenty dollars, twenty cents, whatever. Ten, ten cents, one cent, whatever. They sell it off, make a profit. Their fans' money is going down. The coin becomes worthless. They pumped it up. They dumped the coin. They're rich. The fans are poor, right? So allegedly, there's a group chat in which Soldier Boy and several other uh, huge popular rappers, who I won't be saying because they have gang affiliations, um, allegedly have been promoting a bunch of shit coins and dumping them as soon as their fans start buying in, meaning their fans yeah. are losing money, they're gaining a lot. So, this allegation wouldn't have been anything major without a few YouTubers uh, being exposed for having a similar group chat. So a bunch of YouTubers Ooh. got exposed recently uh, by the YouTuber CoffeeZilla for promoting this shit coin called Save the Kids. Um, and there's been enough leaked to say that the, uh, this, the former YouTuber disgraced British influencer Sam Pepper uh, you know who he is, probably, Black Cat. Sexual harassment as crank videos, bro. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he fuck. is the person who's behind it, and allegedly he owes uh, the FaZe members uh, Tico and, I think, Nikon or something, thousands of dollars for making... Probably why he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, he 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 got rich. The YouTuber Phase K got rich. A bunch of people promoted it, dumped the money, um, and they're now fucking rich, sitting off while their fans are broke. Yeah. Now that's bad enough, but it gets even worse. So oh, a bunch of YouTubers now have started promoting these crypto, uh, these crypto casinos, right? Uh, which are places where you can bet money on cryptocurrency. Like, you can bet your cryptocurrency, like, on games like Blackjack, whatever. Mm. These YouTubers allegedly have accounts that get them to win easily, like they give them better cards or whatever, to make the website attractive to their fans, and they get paid based off of their fans losing. Wow. So the YouTuber, Some Ordinary Gamers, or Mudahar, did a deep dive into this, and, oh my god, um, there's like 10 massive YouTubers who've been promoting this shit recently, 
and allegedly some of them are making close to ten million dollars a month from like promoting uh crypto casinos cryptocurrency and shit to their fans fuck only fans i'm gonna start promoting crypto casinos <laughs> so that actually is a story that we should talk about so guys no. it is with a heavy heart i i say only fans no longer lets you post your titties and ass it's fake what? they retracted wait they did they retracted yeah they backpedaled Oh my god. Because because ninety five percent of their fucking website is that. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't and know. when and when they were like, Oh yeah, so we're gonna ban titties and ass from our thing, they got so much fucking backlash. So much backlash and then they there's actually a tweet about it where they tweeted that um oh yeah, so like after like high demand, blah blah blah, we've decided to um postpone or waiver the banning due to our creators concerns and this that like they're calling them creators and there's a whole bunch of uproar with um sex workers because they were like yeah OnlyFans doesn't give a shit about us they only care about our money that we bring to the website and the fact that they call like OnlyFans calls those um sex workers creators and don't actually address them as sex workers like sex workers don't care if you address them as sex workers they're proud they're happy to do that shit um so a lot of the people who are sex workers on OnlyFans are actually moving across to a different platform called fansly because fansly actually like talks to these creators these sex workers and actually engages with them and does all this stuff with them fansly Fansly. Fansly. And it's yeah, free to use. The, uh, the platform the is actually free to use. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send it to you guys later. It's okay. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, basically, the, the website Fansly is free to use. You can chat with your creators. And then you only... And then they have, like, tiers that you can pay for to get additional content. That, that's sort of what I think, like the more profitable models should be based off of. It's like you get a teaser for free and then like the more that you oh. want, you pay. Also, a thing that Fansly has that OnlyFans does not is OnlyFans site is basically a popularity site. The more popular you are, the more likely your shit is going to get spread to everyone versus like a new creator. So basically recommend Fansly. Fansly has a system where if you are looking for a specific type of content, it will give you a list of people who offer that specific type of content, whether they have 500 followers or fucking 10. So is Fansly going to do more of like a targeted thing? Like say you're yeah. like really into feet or whatever, they'll have creators yeah. like that if you're really into yeah. it. It'll help the creators get more audience and it's not based on just like how many followers you have on Twitter and be like, oh yeah, so I created an OnlyFans, come check me out. And then suddenly your rank goes from like fucking 500 on the list to fucking three. That's honestly a prob probably a better way of doing it. Uh, do we know if this is like just adult content or is this going to be sort of... I don't know. Uh oh Because so this is what I've been looking for as like a content creator. I've been looking for a way to monetize my content uh, based off of subscriptions, sort of like how Twitch does subscriptions. Um, and I've heard of this new part of OnlyFans called OnlyFans, I think, TV or something. 
Have you heard of this? OnlyFans TV. It's supposed to be a uh, like collection of like podcasts, that kind of shit, uh, that are locked behind a paywall for like early exclusivity or whatever. And I think stuff like that has promise, but I'm worried about like sounds like Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of what Pretty I think, much. like pa Patreon, like Patreon alternatives that are more creator friendly. Do we know if this is one of those or is this going off the You'd have hey, to look into it. Hey, sell your feet pics, kitten. Like, what is this? You'd, you'd have to look into it, to be honest. I All I know is that a lot of the sex workers from OnlyFans, because of OnlyFans being like, oh yeah, we're going to ban this, we're going to make this a kid-friendly website, and everyone being like, are you fucking kidding me? My, my like, the the fuck? website I think of when I think of children, oh. OnlyFans. No one takes like a meagle. of context. Like a meagle. Hey, I'll repeat what you said, so I can record you. Omegle. Oh, oh god, Omegle's a it's fucking mess. Essentially, oh. OnlyFans has turned into the next Omegle. Mm -hmm. Omegle was originally for random people to talk to random people halfway across the country. And then all of a sudden it started being a dickfest. Anyway. Oh, I know, <laughs> I streamed well on Omegle and I got a three-day ban for nudity. <laughs> It wasn't, it, I was literally just clicked through, I was in the political section trying to do- but Actually, I've met a few friends through Omegle, so it's fine. Oh, so so the random penises don't bother you? Uh, I, met, I met a bunch yeah. of old men that had their dicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sexy short woman. Dicks are a daily occurrence. You, you are a black cat. Send there we go. I'm gonna record that out of context. Give me one second. <laughs> That's why I deleted my Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat is so. Oh, I hate bad. Snapchat. I hate Snapchat. So bad. Speaking of Snapchat, did you hear they're in talks to buy like a, a YouTube clone? Oh. Yeah, allegedly they've put in an offer to buy the company Storyfire. Okay. This comes from like some oh. random reporter on Twitter, so do take that with a grain of salt, but. Appar uh, apparently, they put in an offer to buy Storyfire, which is a YouTube alternative created by. Do you know who McJuggernuggets is? McJuggernuggets sounds oddly familiar. Uh, do you know who Kid Behind nope. the Camera is? McJuggernuggets. Well, you probably know his other channel, uh, The Angry Grandpa Show. Yep, yep. That's what we, I remember. Yeah, remember so, so allegedly, um, they're going to be. Oh, hey, you're blurry again. Now you're back. <laughs> My name's Blurry Face. I care what you think. Cat wants random strangers to send unsolicited dick pics. That's the Please best don't. part of the song. Please don't. Please don't. Especially if you're <laughs> No, I'm kidding. You send me your dick pics, they're going on the internet to be laughed at. You're welcome. Some people are into that. Mm. Not if I bully the crap out of the person for having a tiny dick and no, then no, 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 no. Tr trust me, Black, Black Cat. Trust me, I have a friend who did OnlyFans, and she got so many requests for people to do that shit. Oh, I mean, if people send me dick pics, I guess I could just put those up on OnlyFans, and then I can get money for free shit that you send me. <laughs> what has my life become? Anyway, guys. Thank you for watching. We're going to go before we say something illegal. Um, 
check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Um, follow me at it's D&D. Follow uh, Black Cat at the uh, are you the underscore little underscore black underscore cat it's it's the i think it's the dot little underscore black dot cat the little black cat or so, if you want music yeah. follow it on gravity i don't give a shit uh, follow Black Cat on everything, follow me, follow Keanu or Sad Brows on everything. This has been a very interesting podcast. We are hopefully going to do better next Welcome time. Welcome to episode one. Welcome <laughs> to episode one of 2000. We're not stopping till we're 90. Um, anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Uh... If you have any stories, you can feel free to tweet me them. We'll be doing this weekly, hopefully. Uh, this has been the Poisoned Point of View podcast. We will talk to you later. Uh, and enjoy your fucking days. Peace, peace, and don't do drugs, kids. Bye.